Hi, this is kind of jaded with Casey Hill and Caroline. Me, 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 me. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just what are you finishing eating? my bra. Uh, pho? Um, mm, what kind of pho? That sounds That's so like a good. Rare beef. Rare beef, but it's from this place in Toronto that is so good. Mm. The broth. How do you feel about broth? I mean, I don't eat beef, so but um, not that I can't eat broth. But you just said rare beef broth. Um, I don't know I, if the broth has rare beef. Well, probably. I mean, I'm sure it's beef broth if it's pho. But I, I, eat I didn't chicken. know you didn't eat beef. Really? Yeah, I only eat chicken, turkey, and fish on the meat side of things. I didn't know that. Really? I've been that way for for many years. It starts. I'm wondering if you know me at all. Um, I don't think so. Um, okay, wait. Um, uh, let me think. I love my podcast. My podcast. My podcast. No mine. No um, mine. Okay, so when did you make that choice and why? Um, I think I was in fourth grade. I don't remember. I think I like heard something on npr like something bratty like that you know what i mean yeah that was like listening to npr and when you're well my dad liked npr Uh, and i think he probably maybe he had like a fresh air or something on and i was like oh my god poor animals and so i know i know i would love to go fully vegetarian that would be a really good idea i just i have a really hard time with it i've tried before and i tend to feel incredibly weak yeah totally. so yeah i don't know i listen yeah to like it. let's discuss the elephant in the room you and cut I'm, out again i've got us a... oh really <laughs> you were like let's discuss the elephant in the room no i actually didn't say anything though oh <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to prep okay, okay let's, let's discuss, discuss the elephant in the room, in the room. I have a really sexy tan. You look so good. You look kind of like Angelina Jolie or like Brad Pitt. You look like both of them. <laughs> I look like Shiloh. You look like Shiloh, but you do look like Angelina Jolie right now. I'm not even, I'm not gassing oh you God. up. Like you actually look like that. Uh, you look really good. Don't say those things to me because you know that it's I'm going to post a selfie. But it's actually true. Like, oh, it, I would be so happy if you posted a selfie. Oh, my God. Thanks. I or maybe I will. Maybe I feel we'll... like I get manic with posting. I, like, post 500 things, and then I'm, like, I can't for, like, two months. Here's the thing about posting. I lose at least 100 followers every time I post Every something. time. What the fuck is going on it's over people, there? It's people who are, like, oh, I remember this person I followed in, like, <laughs> 2012 unfollow them i was on tiktok yesterday and now like there's all these like i don't know i like click something and now the algorithm's like sending me all these things on how to like boost your posts but like from real people who like know people who work at instagram or whatever and the girl was like listing what you have to do you have to like there's all this stuff about like the amount of hashtags she's like it used to be five to eight now it's three you have to post on your grid every day and you have to post three to five stories every day and you also have to like 
yeah, hashtag three things. And then they want you to like hashtag like on the picture, but like you make it small. What do you mean on the picture? On like on your story? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe like if you have a reel, they want you to and they want you to like edit in the app. I guess like people who actually are using the app, they I, they just Wait, like this is for post. this is for Instagram? insta it's too okay. much work. i also who has that much content babe i don't know what do you want what do see? they want to see i guess if you're like a content creator wouldn't that be nice but be even still what do you have to say every single day nothing 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 no. i and, i would ugh. just feel so insufferable and annoying if i was posting that much but i guess oh. like people aren't seeing it i don't fucking know i would have to unfollow you if you posted yeah. every day yeah babe I'm unfollowing i mean i you love right you i love you but like do we need to see each other every day no not three definitely not three to five times a day absolutely not i don't need to see anyone three to five babe, times i don't even a day. see myself three to five times a day no do you speaking of which do you ever you know you get ready you leave the house you know before you leave the house you're like okay I look really good and then you get home or something you're like wow I haven't looked at myself in six hours and you look like you've been through a fucking car wash yep Uh, every single fucking day I leave the house going sleigh booties like I'm I'm ready to go glam like highlighted the hair is like yeah. right like the outfits laying right end of the day I hate every single piece of clothing I'm wearing I want to punch myself no I just I look I look weathered weathered and is my, the right word and then my wrinkles start showing I look like oh. I've like run a race I <laughs> and you know what I probably have. I'm always on the go, go, go. You're running the rat race. I kind of feel that way about the wrinkles, too. I'm like, mm. at the beginning of the day, I'm like, I look so smooth, fresh out oh. the womb, basically. I love my face when I wake up. I look so good. And then when by the end puppy, of the day, I'm like, uh. yeah, by the end of the day, you know what it is? I think it's just that I need Botox because by the end of the day, my face has moved enough that I'm like, I don't just I just need to I need to freeze my face a little bit more you know I've been thinking about it it's time for you well the thing is I have an appointment next week and it's with you know my migraine doctor who who does give me Botox but it's not cosmetic but I think I might talk him try and talk him into just putting a little units here a couple units here babe don't need much i don't need much and anyway yeah and we can we have some to spare i think because he was putting it in my jaw but it was a little bit too much at first because i i realized it was it was really i really had to work to chew like bread you know like a crispy bread i was like like it it fully felt like a workout there's nothing worse than having to chew on a crispy bread and you're in pain but you're in pain in pain it's and it cuts up your mouth no like why do we do it 
Why do we do it? But I do it. I do it. I know I do it. I'd love to say bread. I had a crispy bread. And it's so good. But like, yeah, you can't do that if you get um too much Botox in your mask. Does that change the shape of your face? It totally does. And wow. that's the what thing. Well, I like the shape of your I personally like a strong jawline, which is why I don't want it changed. So now I really I really got my jawline back, I think, because yeah. I haven't gotten it in a while. And Does I'm it like, make it like limp? No, like it limp just chin? I think it makes your face look a little bit more or less square. You know what I mean? Uh like kind of more angular there. More like long and I guess maybe more feminine. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I want that. But I like I like a jawline, you know? I know. It's hard. But I feel like if you get it and it fades, your jaw will come back, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like any Are you just changing? Yeah, your face changing. Me being, an, me being American dad. No, but it's like it's back because or my jawline's back because I haven't gotten it in a little while. And And to be fair, it was really only the first time that he maybe did a little much where I'm like oh I'm I'm having to fight through a baguette but oh I thought you meant to fight your doctor no 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 I was having to fight like a baguette you, when I was eating you beefing with your doctor oh Are speaking of beef have you watched beef no I need to is it so babe, good babe I watched it in one day one sitting okay it I need to watch it fucking iconic like the fa- my fave show I've seen in so long Okay, I need to watch it because that's on my list. Writing slay, it's funny, it's dark, it's like, you know, just all of it. Okay, that's that's absolutely next on my list. I also haven't started the new season of Succession, have you? I just did it tonight. I watched one and two. I think episode three is where like all the shit happens that everyone's like freaking out about. Yeah. Do you know what happens? No, and I don't want to know yet. I don't want to know either. Maybe I have a feeling. Okay, let's catch up and then touch base on it next week. Yeah, we just do a recap, you know? I'm sad it's going to be over. I'm not because I feel like what else do you have to say? Yeah, I know. Like once it's done, it's done. When it's done, it's done. And I think that a lot of things can learn from that. Like when you've got nothing else to say, you don't need to keep going just to say keep it going. Like I know it's true. Quit while you're ahead. Exactly. To me, the best show ever was Fleabag. I knew you were going to say it. Two seasons. Really? Two seasons. And I would fucking kill someone for a third season. But at the same time, it's like, well, what do you have to say? I know. And then there's like a lot of filler, right? I feel yeah. like I feel like Succession could have been three three seasons. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's like every you know? episode is like, oh, we thought this person would it's take over the company their dad. it's not you know it's I like oh okay like psych exactly I when I first did it and I was what the fuck are they saying like I know nothing about the corporate world yeah like still I'm like who yeah. I have to like rewind you're like wait what is what's money <laughs> I'm like what's up and what's a a company what's a what's a corporation i don't know babes no i totally feel you on that end um so another elephant in the room we are recording today instead of yesterday 
because what you want to tell the world that I have diarrhea. (laughs) So let's talk about my diarrhea. Uh, First of all, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the the reason behind it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful in its own way. It was essentially a cleanse. I'm saying it's because you went to Nicaragua, I think. Oh, oh, babes. Yeah, well, it's also, we didn't record yesterday because of diarrhea. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the diarrhea and then I'll talk about my trip. So, first of all, uh, you know, everyone on the pod is pretty, like, aware of my mother. Mm-hmm. So, I come to, I, like, get in. She was watching my puppy while I was gone, so I went and picked up puppy. My mom is wearing a diaper. No. Like, I have the flu. Yeah, she had this flu called like a nor- norovirus. Oh, a norovirus. Oh, that's yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah the so norovirus like- is just like a super contagious gastrointestinal virus that causes yeah. vomiting and diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. So she had that. I'm, I don't even think I'd heard of it before. Her and my sister had it. No. Um. So I show up and I'm there. I'm like eating at the house and stuff. And then I'm like, wait. I'm going to get the virus, but I don't know if it was the virus or I just had like, I don't know what it was, but yesterday I needed a diaper and that's it. I needed a diaper. It's gone now. I'm fine. I think, well, my stomach's rumbling right now. TBH, (laughs) but I didn't know what it felt like. I really wish that I wasn't a diarrhea girl. That unfortunately I am. I understand completely. I Thank you for understanding. It's actually cancel. crazy the stats for both of us on this podcast. Just the number of weeks that either I've had food poisoning or you know, you've had at this point norovirus, some other, you know, gastrointestinal issue. It's our statistics are not good. No. I'm looking up diarrhea statistics. Well, like how much it affects people? Oh, my God. It kills what? so many people. Well, obviously. because Yeah, it actually people. kills a lot of people. What percent of the population has diarrhea? What? Hmm. In the U.S., only 6.6. But oh, that must chronic. be like chronic. That would, Yeah. We don't have chronic. We just have bad luck, I think. Wait, how many people have diarrhea in a year? Approximately 179 million cases of acute diarrhea. There's n- Okay. Think, I also- of it, think of how many people right now are having diarrhea. Today we want Close to raise awareness. <laughs> Close your eyes and think of all the people screaming on their toilets with their shirts on the floor and their pants down to their knees. I'm just going to take a moment of silence to just think of them. Okay. That was beautiful. I'm actually picturing them in my head. Oh, my. I also just want to, while we're here, Mm -hmm. honor those who have been caught outside of their houses when the chill comes (gasps) on. Oh, don't you even... Talk to me. I got full body chills thinking of the chill. <laughs> There's nothing. I am so surprised I have not like shit on the street. 
for sure. I've so been this close though. I mean, the chill is honestly one of my greatest sources of anxiety. Mm. You know, if you Amen. there's no way anyone hasn't experienced the chill, but if you haven't, it is it catches you out of nowhere. Okay. You're yeah. going about your day. Usually you're away from your home. You're at school. You're at work. You're walking down the street. You're shopping. You're wherever you might be. And it comes on as though you've been struck by lightning mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And suddenly you have a chill through your body. You're cold, but you're sweating. Mm-hmm. And immediately, you know, you need to exit where you currently are and evacuate scary. your it's body. Scary. And it's super scary to be in that position. Because imagine you shit your pants. And you don't want to do that. You're an adult. I know. You're an but adult. Then, yeah, it's tough. It's it's, tough. it's super hard, but um, a moment of silence to the chills as well. Yeah. We see you. <laughs> Hashtag chill awareness. Mm-hmm. Remember during COVID where all the bathrooms were closed everywhere? Nothing gave me more anxiety. That was hell like even starbucks horrible oh my god like that i'm sure that that gave me more anxiety than almost anything during covid yeah in general i have bathroom anxiety and and i think way like finding a bathroom i think it stems from i've talked about this before but if i've learned anything from tiktok it's this that it's that this is an incredibly common fear. I have a fear of vomiting or other people having to vomit. Mm-hmm. And one of my, I've had it for like my whole life, as long as I can remember. But one of my weird kind of panicky things in having that fear is I always need to know where the bathroom is anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who actually vomits a lot, but it's just a thing. Like it's a, you and I think that's a, a really common thing. If you saw someone vomit. I would jump out of a third story window. Yeah. Okay. Got to it. To get away. You know? Yeah. I got it. Like that's kind of where Sorry I stand I didn't on bring it. it up. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, I would I would exit immediately. Um I would do anything to exit. I would I would jump out of a moving car without a thought, you know. <laughs> I would literally open the door on the freeway if someone had to vomit oh yeah and we could we can talk about another anxiety inducing thing related what? to vomit no when you get the salivation i don't know like pre-vomit like when you Ew. start to salivate no i don't even want to talk about it no i don't want to okay, talk okay. about it ew yeah, ew i don't want to talk i don't want to talk about it anyway um Let's welcome to my rainbows um, um no, but talk about your trip to Nicaragua okay. because so, it could have, your diarrhea could have been caused by norovirus or it could have been caused by traveling. You know, yeah, it could have. Honestly, it was fucking unreal. I, um, my husband obviously is, I don't know if I've talked about it before, but his family's from there. It, my trip was epic. Um, epic. So it was epic. So it's Leslie's epic. family is from Nicaragua. He's like, a, his brother was born there. His parents you know, born and raised and whatever. Um, he was the first one born here. Anyway, he hadn't been back since he was like 14 and just randomly like 
a month and a half ago or like a couple months ago was like i just booked a flight to nicaragua for a month for a trip for a month and i was like okay cool we have a puppy <laughs> you have a baby at home yeah basically. i have a baby um and he took our other dog with him and yeah i went like for two weeks in the middle we stayed in managua like where his family is from we stayed with family and we went volcano boarding like down an active volcano which was insane it was the most insane hike the guy was like oh it's like a medium you know like yeah it's not too hard babe the (laughs) way i wanted to call an uber when i was halfway up the hill it was so hard it was so hot we were like inside the crater um we went to corn island which is like this little corn island corn what you thought it said horn i think it said corn 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 it's called yeah it's called corn island is there a lot of corn there i don't even think so I mean, that's so have, cute maybe. to be called corn island i know it's like a little tiny island it's like caribbean it's on the mm-hmm. caribbean sea but it's like nicaraguan and like caribbean it's just it was so amazing and it was like one of those it's i've been to like you know jamaica and barbados and like cuba and shit like i've been to like those islands but corn island seemed like very it's really small but it was like super untouched by tourists like i think it definitely like there are tourists but it was so chill like we had like a full strip of beach to ourselves like every day it was like really mellow it didn't feel like it was like so overtaken um and then what else did we do? We went to Granada, which is like a super old town. We went to like a chocolate factory. I don't Ooh. know. It was just the fucking best trip. Like, and it's so cheap there in comparison oh. to like Canada or the States. What was and, the what was the food like? Oh, and incredible. I love Nicaraguan sure. food. It's like rice and beans. It's called gallo pinto and like plantain mm. and like mm. and like, carne, like barbecue and like oh my that god that is my po- shit pollo jalapeno like a ch- like a chicken dish with this like creamy jalapeno sauce oh babe it's iconic that sounds and, like salads so and it's really fucking good that um, sounds like the perfect yeah babe i had meal. such a great trip and you know what like part of me i'm like putting on this show which i haven't even announced yet but i'm going to do a show in toronto in soon so i'm starting rehearsals and i don't know like i feel like sometimes when especially when you're like freelance or you're an artist you can like have this like guilt for Mm -hmm. like going away or like going on vacation or whatever Mm -hmm. but i don't know i feel like i just like really value like traveling so much that i like I'm trying to like overcome that guilt of being like, oh, like I'm on vacation. It's like I'm I'm more like exploring the world. I think that's a good I always I was gonna say I, I kinda admire in you that you do visit places and you are a traveler. Yeah, and it feels that. like you live your life to live your life. Yeah. Like I like do. you work to live your life and like to be able to do things and I respect that. I feel like that's something I need to get better at, you know? I feel a lot like a lot of people need to get better at it. Yeah. And also, like, it's expensive, but it depends what you, like, value, right? Like, I was talking to Leslie about it, and I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to buy a house, 
but like I would love to be able to like afford to you know travel and like see new places and like you know it's not like I don't know I just want to like it it it's so it's such a privilege obviously to be able to travel and I'm really lucky but I also like work hard to and I like put my money towards that because it's like something that I enjoy you know I feel like especially like artists you can get caught up in this like thing this like no sleep like all work kind of thing and I'm starting and I have been there before sort of but I've never really like it I feel like I actually need to like explore the world to like feel invigorated and excited to like make music and do things because I get so bored I mean even beyond music I feel like it's just what your priorities are in life yeah you know if your priority your number one priority is to buy a house and have stability then Mm -hmm. you will probably not eat go out to eat nice food that makes Mm -hmm. you happy or you probably won't go on trips and because that will probably make you feel more stressed because it's like oh this kind of takes away from the bottom line but if you're someone who prioritizes experiences you know Mm -hmm. and you're like okay cool I probably won't be able to buy a house but this is how I want to live my life and this is what's super important to me then you have to do that like yeah exactly I also feel like in general not in general that was a really stupid way to set this up but basically what I'm saying is you don't know how long you're gonna live you know so obviously you like you want to set yourself up to to always be able to pay your bills things like that of Mm -hmm. course if you have the privilege to do so but you also have to enjoy your life and whatever that means if that means like oh I'm gonna go to a, a you know eat something that I really love to eat every now and then or whatever it is I just I am not of the mindset to like make money to hoard it it just yeah me neither it's it, what's I've the fucking that point? happened before and like honestly I saw that with people in my family and stuff and then they pass away and it's like what did you do exactly but I'm, that but some also there are people who don't want to I mean not like agoraphobia but like people who don't like to leave the comfort of their like city or their, sure. their, their home which I totally get but yeah I've been like try basically like just going through those things in my mind like when I was feeling guilt or something like I'm still on my phone and whatever and like working that's also the luxury of like being an artist right and like I'm in this stage right now where I'm kind of yeah I'm at this like juncture where like my most recent projects out I'm now kind of like dealing with logistics stuff to start like rehearsals Mm -hmm. so it ended up being kind of a like chill time for me to go away like before I have to like start like actually being in rehearsals all the time so I don't know I just fucking I'm just such a I love an adventure and like Leslie loves it too so like and it's good for a relationship it's good for my like mental health yeah I like stop I'm like somebody who gets really like sick of the city I'm in too like I get 100% I'm always like I want to leave you know and then I leave miss it and then 
that makes me kind of like have a new love that happened to me with LA too like I would get so yeah like oh like got another sunny day but LA can really get like that I think it's also just that you know in LA at least with what we do and in general the social scene can be kind of like You're like, like the same people again. But also, yeah, and then there's kind of like sometimes you go out and you're just like, oh, I am not in the mood for this like grabby grab energy, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't mean grabby grab as in like grabbing my body, <laughs> but just like it feels like social climbing and kind of like, oh, are these people like actually nice? You know what I mean? It just oh, feels like everyone's sure. looking around to see like who's in the room and I'm just like, yeah, babe put me in the middle of america in a little like shitty divey bar and yeah turn on some country music like let's let's go there you know that's like the one sick thing about the states which you can't really do as much i mean maybe like you can kind of do it i mean canada's so huge yeah and but like there's only like so many like major cities mm-hmm. and like it takes it's a lot of like nothing to get to like other cities in the states i feel like you can drive like 3 hours and be in a completely different state with like a completely different like yeah culture or whatever music i mean us like, advertising the america yeah, but like americanism let me just say as someone who has toured it. around America a lot, I fucking love America. It is, yeah. it I is so too. sick here. Like, like eat, politics remote, aside, yeah, politics aside, it is. It is very like the fact that you can, especially LA, and that was the biggest selling point for me. And like California is so sick. Like you can drive to the mountains, you can drive to the forest, you can drive to like San Diego, you can literally drive to Mexico and like you you have beach, you have like, like city, like you have it all there and that and like desert. Mm -hmm. And that was like what kept me so excited about being there because you can escape, you know, and it feels like you're actually like in another world. Another world. I mean, I just. I love America. What's your favorite place in America, babes? It's a good question. It's got to be somewhere in the American Southwest. Obviously, I mean, I love Arizona and like Northern Arizona. I love New Mexico. I don't know if I have a favorite place, like favorite city or anything, but basically it's just the American Southwest. Like it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's so Especially nice. once you get Utah. up like yeah it's like for me it's like arizona and new mexico it's like i mean been to new mexico oh you have to go like santa wait, maybe Fe. i have wait is where's albuquerque wait albuquerque is-, is in new mexico albuquerque okay not my favorite but like santa i think Fe, i played a show there i did too yeah it's albuquerque's weird though i will say i had the best enchiladas of my life in albuquerque Ooh. Ooh, but actually recently in santa fe last year i went and had enchiladas that might have beat those enchiladas Okay, good to know. New Mexican food in general, I think my favorite cuisine of all time. Yeah. So good. Like, Absurdly good. Like Tex-Mex? No, like New Mexican. Mexican. New, oh, Mexican. New Mexican. Yeah. What is, so. It's like New New Mexican is a specific kind of genre. And it's so, like in the way that 
Tex-Mex is its own thing and like yeah, Ari- Mexican food. With. Yeah, and like Arizona Mexican food is its own thing and like Mexican California Mexican food in California is like its own thing. Yeah. New Mexican food is like a lot of enchiladas and a lot of like stews and mm. chilies mm-hmm. and then there's always sopapillas at the end of the meal, which are like mm. puffed up, fried, ba- kind of like fried tortillas, but it, puffy where they're all full of oh, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just eat them with honey. Oh. Ugh. And like enchiladas, stew. Yeah, New Mexican food, unbeatable. I just love the American Southwest. Like nothing invigorates me like being in I that know. desert because it's lush. Wow. It's lush yeah. desert, you know? Yeah. Anyway. I'm obsessed. I need mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so I think I need some of that soon. A little. It's so easy though, and also it's so fun. Like, obviously, like you can road trip in like many places, but like road tripping in America is like the best. It's It's so like made for road tripping. Yeah, yeah, truly is. It's so fun. It's like yeah, even just like touring in America, I. Yeah, it's so touring easy. can be exhausting, but it's so fun. Like I, I, I love it. I feel I'm like the itching. drives are quick. Like they're not the longest. It depends, because yeah. I mean, I've had a number of like twelve-hour drives or whatever. <laughs> I know they're bad. They can be bad. Like driving yeah. across Kansas. No offense, Kansas. It's the same across the entire state. Yeah, it's just like one end flat. to the other, flat. Yeah. Not my bad, not my favorite, but um, Dorothy was like, Get me the fuck out of here. Dorothy was like, Literally, this is I've had enough, get me out of here. Take me to Oz vibes, but on the okay, on the subject of money, this actually brings me to something I wanted to ask you today or discuss. So, my question is, What will you do for money? and not in the sense of like whatever, but I did something recently, not like prostitution, just like did a job that mm-hmm. it was just like a modeling job whatever that I didn't it wasn't enough money mm-hmm. but also at the end of it I was like I hate this mm-hmm. this isn't like fun like a commercial for me modeling job it was just like a yeah it was just like a smaller brand whatever and I did it because I'm like eh, money I need money whatever I'm like making an album so sure but then I kind of had this sort of crisis within myself which is like what will I do for money sort of like will you do things that make you unhappy you know just kind of like temporary pain whatever okay this is money or is it not worth it to you that's a tough question I mean it's it's not tough it's just like a loaded question because one it depends on the circumstance I'm in like yeah. if I'm, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you are in like a more like dire situation totally. and you're like, okay, I fucking need this. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And even for like less, like for pennies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been like humbled in this industry so many times where I've had to like go back to work at like, like serving yeah. jobs or like get like whatever side jobs here and there. And like, I remember when I was like getting signed I don't even remember like my old manager was like quit your job at the bar like this is it you'll never have to work at a bar ever again and I was like okay we'll see and then obviously surely enough six months later I was like hey uh can I get hired back here yeah um 
but I'm not like above anything. Like I think it all just depends. Like I've done so many stupid commercial modeling gigs and to be honest, they're so easy. It's just yeah. more of a pride thing. Like totally. Like I'm like, oh, it's cringe. But I remember cringe is free. Cringe is free. If you you're talking about like sex work, I've never like done any sex work, but I would like sell feet pics. I think because of, I mean, it also depends because we're in an industry where maybe like it's a bit, I don't know. For That's me, I've just point. always been so concerned about my image as like a pop star. Yeah. But I'm like, would it even matter? Probably not. If anything, it might elevate my career if I had a fucking OnlyFans. Like I know so many artists or DJs or whatever who got their their career, like made themselves or like sustained themselves through COVID mm -hmm. doing that. And it's like, I, I mean, I definitely, there's no shame in any of those things. It's all just like kind of what you, what you're comfortable with, you know? You know, yeah, but the, I mean, I wasn't even talking you about sex work because it's sort of like, you know, if that floats your boat, do it. I don't think I was even talking about anything in specific, but it's like, it's more, you know, there are certain things that I'm like, okay, I know this thing can make me money, like doing random modeling jobs, things mm -hmm. like that, but they don't make me happy, you know? And yeah, exactly. It, I have such a hard time make you feel like shit exactly like I have such a hard time and maybe it's something I need to get over I have such a hard time doing things that don't bring me joy mm -hmm. you know and that I really don't want to do like the funny thing is you know and I'm not above getting a job by the way yeah, it yeah, isn't yeah. music like for the past no, I know. you know for the past like nine months may or maybe eight months I don't know I don't know time since the summer like I've been doing random web design work and shit and like mm -hmm. that's I I kind of I enjoy that and I would honestly awesome. rather do that than yeah. like a modeling job sometimes oh, because there's sure. something there's a certain and this isn't to say all modeling job but I'm talking about something that I'm not passionate about totally. and that I'm also like not getting paid well for mm -hmm. I'm like also with modeling stuff, I have like, it's funny because you're in like, we're in a creative industry that's so toxic. And yeah. then you're doing these like side jobs <laughs> in another industry that's so fucking toxic. And yeah. that, and you know what like cringes me out the most is doing like a modeling job and then like the culture around it and the people and they're all talking about like modeling and things. And I'm like, I don't fucking know any of this. Like, I don't really care at all but yeah if the paycheck's good I'm like happy to be there and it's easy but sure I don't know yeah I'm like <sighs> and obviously I say this and like I understand this is also coming from like a place of privilege but also no, but like your, not your... that privileged because <laughs> I'm not like making a ton of money I'm yeah. like but it's also hard like in this industry because there's so mm -hmm. much of this like not saying that you're like full of pride, but even with me, like there's this like, you don't want to seem like, you kind of want to seem unattainable in a way, but then yeah. you like are also real and like making money in the music industry is so 
complicated and and not not stable at times mm -hmm. so it's like yeah like there's like a weird kind of I always had this like fear that if like someone saw me working at a bar they'd be like oh god like yeah I thought you had a you had a fucking career like you know it's like almost like a bit of like embarrassment or like shame but like then I kind of just got past there's shame and honest work and it's like my own kind of weird conditioning or whatever that's like stopping me and, like I've just also come to realize that like most of the people in this fucking world hate work they do mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and I try to like focus on the fact that I like get to have this like creative outlet and like I essentially it's like my career but it's not like making like paying my bills but at least I have that you know yeah. and like sometimes I just like compartmentalize and I'm like this work is work it's like mm -hmm. I'm clocking in I'm clocking out and like I don't necessarily need to it doesn't need to like spark joy in me or like fulfill me because I have something else that does fulfill me in a way that like might not necessarily like you know yeah pay off my credit card but it like it's yeah I get that it was like I was talking to someone else about this over the weekend just about how every industry every every job really comes with its set of evils you know whatever that is if like with music it's kind of like it's it's fucking hard to make music or make money it's like so inconsistent so when you're on the kind of downswing or making a new project or whatever it's like okay how do I make ends meet so that I can continue to have this creative outlet mm -hmm. you know and have this like yeah. form of expression and you know and something that I love and yeah I think there is a level of pride or like shame in doing creative things like once you've already reached a certain level right yeah, to, exactly. to feel like you're going backwards yeah you feel like you're getting like knocked down yeah and you are to some extent you know because I know but then but the to me then I start to like get deep inside my like psyche and I'm like why do I feel that I'm like better than someone who's working a bar job because I'm like a musician you know what I mean and yeah. then I'm like I gotta check that because like totally it doesn't matter like what like your job is your job you know and like yeah. to start to feel like I'm like cooler or better or like you know don't like shouldn't have to be in this like shitty position working at a restaurant it just makes me like kind of like question myself and I'm like okay yeah relax totally I think that some of my own work in music and in, in general is in like taking the kind of stress out of it for me and bringing more joy in it is taking away like any entitlement in it mm -hmm. you know what I mean any ent entitlement hard, towards though. it is and it, I don't think that that's inherently because of a, a you know like flawed character because yeah, I don't really true. feel I don't feel entitled to success in general but I think there's something that, that some kind of like conditioning that happens kind of when you sign on to a label or when you achieve a certain level 
of success in entertainment where there's this illusion that that will continue you know yeah and also like as a you know world or as a like society especially obviously in like the in the americas and like europe or wherever everywhere really like celebrities musicians actors they're put on a pedestal right yeah and like if you're kind of popular whether it's just within your community or you're put on a pedestal and like mm-hmm. people think you're this like thing and I guess like when you're you know working like a regular job quote whatever in quotations you know that's what you yeah. want to call it like it makes you feel like you're human and like when you're when people are in awe of you or like put you on a pedestal and then they you're like humanized it's strange yeah, it is and it's I think odd feeling. <clears throat> yeah and there's also like as you were talking I was thinking too you think of most other jobs in a corporate world or, or pretty much most other jobs in general you have this kind of upward trajectory you know, where totally. it's like, oh, Promotions, yeah, you're in, like, yeah, you're... and like you work your way up through the company. And generally, you don't go backwards. I mean, I'm sure you could if you, you know, kind of get fired or you do something bad. It mm-hmm. feels like if you go backwards in another company, you know, where you'd been working for 10 years, you probably did something wrong, you know, yeah. to like get put back in an entry level position I don't think that really happens but like in music that's just what it is you're constantly being kind of put back at the beginning and you're all over again you're kind of like the intern and you're like okay let me relearn how to do this job as it applies to now and it constantly um yeah feels like I mean you're just you're constantly like digging yourself out of this like hole <laughs> basically yeah it's it's funny too because it's like I think it's only in recent like in maybe the last year and I'm still working on it and taking the shame out of that feeling and realizing that it's actually nothing personal and it's just the nature of the industry that you are going to go backwards and it doesn't inherently mean that you did anything wrong no absolutely or that you didn't work hard enough or something it's just that you've never done anything right (laughs) exactly it's more so (laughs) that you can't do anything right and you're stinky yeah but it's Mm -hmm. no but it's true it's like oh and that's been like the funny thing even about this podcast like talking to donna you know or taishi like we've all kind of been in this situation where we've been dropped or just kind of like fucked over and Mm -hmm. you it's hard at first to not be like how is this my fault you know and and look for all the ways that it was your fault but and in some ways it is everything you know you're at fault for whatever things in your life but it's also just hard and there's no um clear path to success you know yeah, it also can be like it's funny. I'll like hang out with people. I mean, when I was in LA, like most of my friends were in the creative industry. Yeah. Like not all of them, but most of them, you know, everyone in LA is pretty much like in some sort of like creative field. Yeah. So 
you know, it's a lot of like, got this job or it's slow right now or this or whatever. So that you, there's more of a, like a understanding, you know, yeah. with everybody. But I like come back home and I'm like surrounded by my like high school friends or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, I got a like promotion. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm still making music. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> like, oh, you're still, oh yeah, you're singing? And I'm like, yeah, Sing. yeah, I am. <laughs> and I just feel like it's such a, it can be such a long game, right? And that doesn't mean that I'm like, I don't know. But it's just a long road. It is a long road, but it's also just a lifelong thing. Cause it's like, so what are you going to do? Not do it. I know. What do you want me to do? Like, I can't not do it. I've always done I'll it. join the circus. I literally, I'll find a community choir and yeah. I'll sing in oh, the community choir. Like I will always find a way, a, find a way, but, but it's so funny that you say that also, I think it was actually after that shoot that I did, or maybe it was something else. I ran into someone recently and had the question like, Oh, so like, are you still making music? And I was, I was telling my boyfriend, Jimmy, like how no question can make me feel sad more quickly. It's the saddest question. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. So yeah. Like, Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, uh, and it's, it's so funny. Cause it's like, I've, I've put out so much music too. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like constantly, I feel like I'm always like whatever on social media. I'm like, I have a podcast every week to literally talk about making music. And, but it, I know it's the nature of the internet and there's so much information, but it's still yeah. so funny where it's like, I oh, know. Yeah, how fun. Oh, oh my God, babe. I, and people really like certain people just think it's a fucking joke. Like, oh yeah. My dad, like I remember when I first was like making music and he was like, yeah, your karaoke project. And I was like, <laughs> okay <laughs> so funny I I'm know like, it's like I think I'm I'm at least grateful that my I mean in your mom I'm sure you know you kind of come from a family of performers so like my dad was a freelance artist for so many years so it's like he knows the the life you know yeah. And, yeah, totally. and he was like an illustrator and painter whatever but same vibe where you're just like he, you know I'll call him and be like uh yeah you know things are slow things are shitty I'm you know whatever a little stressed about money and he's like he just like gets it you know mm -hmm. there's no like question it's like yeah well that's what it is like because yeah. it is like you just can't expect to always to I for it to always be fruitful you know yeah and you know what and we love it we do though well you must yeah. that's the thing to like be in this industry you must really fucking love making music because yeah it ain't easy no it ain't and that's why how i'm gonna announce that i'm quitting <laughs> and on that note we quit <laughs> <laughs> i just like don't think i could what you don't think you could I don't think I could ever like I yeah. just would find a way but also what does that even mean it's like, like what is quitting yeah like it's like oh I quit showering yeah exactly it's like, I just don't want to do it I don't really like doing it anymore yeah exactly it's like eventually you're gonna get smelly enough and you're gonna have to shower 
exactly but that's kind of you're just gonna need to sing but eventually you're gonna need to sing it out you're gonna need to write your feelings down and eventually it's gonna turn into a song or you're gonna join some little community choir and you're gonna sing with 75 year olds and it's gonna be incredible that's beautiful listen i have a question for you yeah i know that you have always like lived in a warm climate always right yes Arizona and Los Angeles yes so do you get do you get like when the seasons change do you get like different feelings of course okay so because yeah I get I get the seasons even in a warm place like Arizona people will be like there's no seasons there are they're just more subtle you have to listen to them you have to listen to them I when this when it starts to get warm outside there's something Mm -hmm. about like Lana said it, summertime sadness, babe. It's like, I know the song's like about something, you mm-hmm. know, deeper than that. But I really get a weird like summer, like weird feeling. Like the summer gives me this weird like darkness. And I think maybe it's because like there's something I adore about like the quiet of the winter like I hate the winter but I like knowing that like everyone's kind of just like tucked away Mm -hmm. but then like in the summer like everyone comes out maybe it's like almost like a social thing like where I'm like oh god there's like all these pressures now to like do things or there's like the guilt of like not being outside when it's warm but I don't know there's this weird feeling I get when I have the opposite when it warms up my everything lights up yeah, I feel good I, think I feel warm way. I feel I I cannot be pulled away from the barbecue like the barbecue to uh, me calls my name I am outside I am barbecuing I am it, there I experience so much bliss once it's warm like it's spring and so right now all the jasmine is blooming down the streets mm-hmm. as you walk and like we have a grapefruit tree in our yard and that's blooming and it smells so incredible and it's just like the flowers are out and I could not be happier though I understand what you mean I understand what you mean I think we're still in spring right now and spring is my favorite season personally it's just like it awakens my soul it makes me feel good there is a period during the summer once it's like hot as hell and everyone's like out and about and I'm like that's actually enough guys yeah that's enough you know (laughs) That's You're enough. like I'm changing the season. So I've actually to... had enough of this. I know what you, I know what you mean. I it just gets overwhelming. I think for me, I understand that. I also I mm-hmm. when it like I think it's also maybe a Toronto thing. I don't know if I felt it as much when I lived in LA because, as you said, the season's changing. Like it's so subtle, mm-hmm. but I think it might be like a Canadian winter, like the first kind of. Like, we don't have patios during the winter. Like, everybody's, like, inside. And then there's this, like, overwhelming, like, everyone's out. Like, everyone's going to a patio. Everyone's getting drunk. And it's just, like, it's really, like, it's buzzing, which is great. And, like, it's exciting. But there's something about it that makes me, like, crawl into my shell. I would probably Maybe I'm just mentally unwell. (laughs) You might be, but. Yeah. Don't mind. 
And I would probably feel the same if it was such a drastic change. Like LA, it's been a cold and, and gloomy winter, but that's also for LA. You know, it's not yeah, like there's it's snow also kind of nice when it's gloomy in LA. Exactly. But you time to like watch shows and like. Yeah. Bake. And we've and I feel like everyone feels that way where it's kind of like, OK, this is chill. But you know what it is? I guess maybe I'm feeling less pressure to do things with other people. And I'm more just like. Come barbecue. Just come yeah. to my house, watch me barbecue, and I'll feed you. And that's what I look forward to all year. Barbecuing. Barbecuing. I need your barbecue. What do you make? Chicken and turkey? Anything. Chicken, turkey, veggie burgers, grilled veggies, fish. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything. What have I said? I... Does um Jimmy eat beef? Yes, not often. I think just because he's with me and like, what are you going to do? Eat a burger alone? You know? Yeah, that's so sad. That's so sad. He does sometimes. But in general, like, well, like the best is if you get, you know, you get like a whole Branzino or something and grill a Branzino. That is is Leslie's go to. He, do you know how many whole fishes he, fried fishes he had in Nicaragua? I'm sure. Like, Pescado. 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 Just all loves it. Uh, and, just, and the fish is just staring at me like this. <laughs> the eyes and the mouth open. Yeah, like, Ugh, that just like on the you, grill. You, using the eyes and the mouth open and then going, ah. Hey, were you going to Coachella? No. Yeah, I'm over it, right? I just feel like I'm not in the mood for a sinus infection, mm, which is what I get it. every time I go. Oh, because of the the dust. Dirt. The and dust. It, allergies this year in LA have been exceptionally bad. I would love to hear anyone weigh in in the comments. If you live in LA, have your allergies been exceptionally bad? Because I tell you what, something is going on. There's just so much blooming right now. I think from all the rain, it's yeah. like it's pollen. It's beautiful, but it's pollen warfare being yeah. a, being a, attacked, ambushed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not going. I just before we leave, I want to I want to talk about one thing, and that is I don't know if I've talked about this before. Okay, have you ever seen like little beaded animals like this? No, but I need that. Okay, this is a little. If you're not watching the video, this is a little beaded octopus keychain tiny beads he's he was made in guatemala and i I also have a frog i have a hummingbird i find them either at gas stations like i found the octopus at a flea market last weekend let me tell you i've never been so drawn to objects to an objects but that is the little thing i've ever seen that octopus is the most like beautiful craftsmanship I've ever seen. I know. And the crazy thing, I don't know if you've ever like seen Like my it. heart is pounding. I know. And there's something, I've never been huge on like little collectible things or items, but something oh, yeah. happened to me with these little beaded keychains. If I see them, it there you go. Babe, <laughs> do you know how many trink like little, like I have a full community. <laughs> I made I made a full village of all the little like figurines I have I was like Leslie I'm gonna put them all together to create a village it is nuts we'll take a picture <laughs> we'll it's put nuts. it on the the pot on the Instagram it's but like sad. there is something that happened to me when I started to see 
these beaded animals, beaded keychains, and I cannot stop buying them. Like it's the one item that I'm, I, where are they all self-control? There's one gas station in between LA and San Francisco that I've gotten a few at. I've found them at other like random gas stations. You need to show up your collection. I know I have a frog, a beet and the bird and an octopus. And I like exhibit self-control to not buy every one of them that I see, but God, were you a baby girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Kara, you're what you asking me if I was a beanie baby girl? <laughs> yeah, baby, you probably had the Princess Diana in a glass case. <laughs> I didn't. I was more like the one who had the beanie babies and would like line them all up, you know, and be like, Yeah, yeah, e- yeah. E- 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 <laughs> be like pretend to be their teacher and like do a class yeah that's actually just like so accurate it's I also wanted to ask if Mm -hmm. anyone made it to the final um final part of this pod I wanted (laughs) to know if there's any of our young I mean not even young just anybody who's like interested in editing videos for TikTok (laughs) oh my god to help us out as a young creative who's down to help us out, we we need to be better about we do. posting we're video too footage. Old and it, we're honestly. too old and we're too busy. And we need help. And I'm just wondering if there's any one of you cuties out there who would love to help us edit funny clips for TikTok or just be there for us. Basically, we're... And we'll pay you a little bit. Like, yeah. Just let us know. Slide into our DMs. Email Slide into us, our whatever. DMs, email us. And we would let love us know. to hear from you because, admittedly, we have a lot of strengths, and that's not one of them. No, I hate to say we're not good at it, that. But it's not. But we would love your help. And um, also on the housekeeping side, we are planning to do a live podcast. Oh yeah. Um, and we would love to talk to some of you guys. So and give us more guest recommendations. Like absolutely. who do you want to hear? What do you want to hear us talk about? We're here. We're oh. literally, do you want to do our job for us? Is yeah, do you want to be sick? on this podcast? <laughs> I'm sick. We're tired. No, but we do want to do a live podcast with all of you guys because I feel like I've been getting a lot of really lovely DMs from everyone who listens just about how much you enjoy the podcast. And we had a great suggestion to do a live podcast. So we would love to do that soon. Um, so we'll start planning that and we'll give you guys dates. Yeah. Soon. And we'll do like questions and it'll be so all fun. the cute stuff. It'll be so fun. It'll be so fun. So we'll let you know when that is happening. Stay tuned. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at kind of jaded, jaded pod. pod. That's <laughs> yeah, it, right? <laughs> if that's also, wrong. No, I think yeah. that's right. And help us make our tiktok and yeah just let us know if if you want to help us with making anything tiktoks basically or if you just want to talk to us also when you buy merch we have so many merch ideas and like we should just do it you know we should do it this is basically want thongs with our faces on them oh my god that would be so good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so i'll if you help us I'll find we'll a beaded a beaded creature keychain for you and I yeah. tell I, they will literally they'll change your life they'll change your yeah. life they feel good in your hands so 
anyway well it was nice touching base with you you know I love you just circling back and um yeah sorry everyone we missed last week it's because Kara was in Nicaragua yeah and, don't make me feel guilty I was traveling I value traveling there wasn't good wi-fi there wasn't good yeah, wi-fi always an excuse with me always an excuse you know <laughs> you know I remember a a friend of ours had this intern working for him and he was like he had an excuse as to why he was late or something and our friend that he was working for was like oh it's like so many excuses and the intern was like well what you call excuses I call reasons <laughs> brilliant and I do think that's really funny but he it's said so it really funny. seriously but I do think it's really funny so <laughs> Anyway, until next I mean, week. Till next week. We love you. And we I love, love you. you. Bye. Okay, bye, bye.